Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Doctors? Nope. Medical experts? <laughs> Trained dietitians? No. Real, not so serious, dare I say a little funny talk about living with an autoimmune disease? That's us. This is Laughing with a Leaky Gut. We're here and we're ready to talk about things we didn't know about before. <laughs> Especially this podcast. It's probably easily one of my favorites because I just, I had nothing to say. <laughs> Because I was so in awe and enamored by what people have tried to fix. Like, didn't she say she had fibromyalgia, maybe? Yeah. Like, if you're just in pain, like, you got to try anything. Especially if you don't want to use, like, you know, is it Western medicine? Western medicine. But she also has, there are just a lot of different things that were going on with her and in her life. And uh, it was amazing to have the interview take a turn like that that I never even saw coming. But she was funny, too. Yeah. So it was really funny to talk to her. And, and she has her own podcast. Um, yes, which she's getting back up and getting going. Yeah. It's The Unskilled Cave Woman is uh, the name of... Well, that's how we found her on Instagram, yeah. but it's also the name of her, her blog and podcast, and there's a, a whole brand going on. So it was absolutely incredible. I enjoyed it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And while I totally think Amy's down to do the poop pills, I would pass on the poop pills. I might Even if th- you knew it was going to make you feel better? Yes, 100%. There's no way in hell. I can't even change my baby's diaper without physically vomiting. Hmm. If I'm alone, I do it and I cover my face so I don't smell it. And I just get through it because I have to do it, right? But if I'm not home, Ricky 100% is at the helm of that because... I sent him a picture of my vomit once and I was like, see, it's real. I didn't see this story going this way. Vomit. I do. I can't help it. It's just a thing. Some people don't like to touch their eyeballs and can't wear contacts because they can't. I'll touch my eyeballs all day. Yeah. But when it comes to poop, it's not my jam. It's a no go. It's not my jam. But this story is just going to blow your face off. And the fact that she's actually feeling better. It's amazing. All right. uh, This is Samantha from the Unskilled Cavewoman. Enjoy. Hey, how are y'all? We are doing excellent. Where's the y'all coming from? Where are you at? Uh, I am in the Dallas area, Dallas, Texas. Really? What's the temperature there? Yeah. My Google Home said it was around 50-something. I actually haven't gone out for my uh, beginning of my little walk series that my friend encouraged me to do, so... uh, if you ask me an hour from now, I'll know how it really feels. <laughs> We've been in the polar vortex around here. We're in Minnesota, so um, 50 oh, sounds so nice. So nice. So nice. I, I won't complain then. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but if it's 50 in Texas, you're probably wearing like a little light jacket. 
Well, you know what Texans do is it gets like around 40 and they get so excited they can actually wear their winter clothes like once or twice a year. So they put on like three jackets and two scarves <laughs> and earmuffs. <laughs> to take and advantage. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like we need to wear this right now. It's not going to happen again. It's all about what you're used to. Yeah, I uh, I would want to get the maximum out of any kind of clothing that doesn't really suit the I love climate. fall clothes. I know. I me would too. be really sad if we couldn't wear fall clothes. Right? We need that. The boots. Agreed. We just want to kind of get into your story a little bit. I follow, we, well, we follow you on Instagram, and TJ and I are pretty new to this whole AIP thing, just in case you don't know anything about us. We used to be competitors at different radio stations. We met and instantly both found out that we had autoimmune diseases and we were in different phases of feeling shitty essentially and wondering what (laughs) we could do about it we got together and decided we were going to do the AIP protocol AIP diet I should say we started this podcast as a way to talk about it to keep ourselves more accountable with the eating and that's just kind of how it started for us and we've been getting a lot of inspiration from people like you on uh, your blog and your Instagram and just the feeds and the ideas for food and yeah that's important so, so many things I guess we we just want to hear about how you you started not only your um, the unskilled cave woman but also your journey through auto I hate using the word journey your journey <laughs> your path through autoimmune disease <laughs> ah, stop it your your walk your, I know that just that makes me just your time I know it makes me want to put a as rubber band on my wrist and just snap it as hard as I can. Oh, man. But, Samantha, what's happening? When did it start for you? Just kind of tell us a little background. Well, um, originally, you know, when I when I talked about my autoimmune disease, I would talk about uh, when it started around five years ago, um, the chronic fatigue, the fibromyalgia, the gut issues, and, you know, just feeling completely wiped out all the time and confused as to, like, why do I feel like such shit right now? Yeah. And because um, I thought I was eating pretty healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. But before I talk about that, I have to talk about the diagnosis I just got uh, last year. It's very recent. Um, it's an immunodeficiency that I have called globulinemia, which I've had to practice pronouncing a lot. What's the last word? Globulinia? globulinemia. Wow. <laughs> it's actually, Say that five times fast. I know. (laughs) Apparently, uh, this, we'll just call it primary immunodeficiency because that's a lot easier to say. It is um, actually very common for thyroid disease, Hashimoto's, um, I believe Graves too. Don't don't totally quote me on the Graves because I'm I'm not a Graves expert. I'm a Hashimoto's semi pro. (laughs) Um, But the thyroid problems can actually be a very common autoimmune manifestation of the immunodeficiency. And um, I've had immunodeficiency symptoms uh, starting since childhood, you know, missing school a lot, really sick, um, which morphed, you know, over into my preteen and teen years, uh, just being overprescribed antibiotics, which led to chronic candida flares and just the whole mess, you know? Yeah. And um, 
So apparently, this I still have a lot of research to understand the connection between why does immunodeficiency cause, or how, what, at what point does it cause the autoimmune manifestation? I don't know, um, but apparently, not managing the immunodeficiency properly <laughs> could have been, uh, you know, one of those reasons. Um, so, and this is something you're just finding out about a year ago. Yeah, and I wow. am pushing thirty-nine. Okay. So <laughs> you're right there it's with a long, us. Well, yeah, a long time. Right, honey. Oh, my goodness. It's like we, a lot of women, uh, it's mostly women that I find like over 80% have the autoimmune diseases, or at least we're the ones talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just don't find out until it's gotten really, really bad. Um, the doctors just don't have the answers for us early on, you know. Um, I'm having a brain fart. Just so you know. I've been brain farting all week. I've been feeling very foggy. So, oh, you were trying to find the the connection between why the new thing I can't pronounce, what that has to do with with causing an autoimmune disease. Does that sound right? Yeah, and that's next on my uh, dig and research thing. Um, It's on the back burner, but it needs to go towards the front because I'm really curious. And I would like to be able to help people because I've found a lot of people that you know, like in support groups online, which aren't my favorite place because some people will just be mean. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to be able to help those people because they're focused on medications and not like a lifestyle or diet aspects. Right. So if you can help autoimmune disease with diet and lifestyle aspects, there's got to be an answer for immunodeficiency. There's got to be. Right. So, so um, anyway... So the the autoimmune diagnosis came in 2017 before the immunodeficiency, and um, but I was actually working on and and I did the autoimmune protocol before any uh, autoimmune uh, diagnosis because I knew something was wrong um, when I when the foods that I normally ate were making my joints, my gut hurt, my muscles weak, like Troy could barely move. Um, but I still had to work, and then I would take several rests throughout the day, and, you know, the other chefs would pick on me, hey, lazy, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice a connection between the food and you you're having inflammation and stuff? Did you put that together right away? It took me a little while because my gut has always been, like, my first, um, you know, the alarm system, like, hey, don't eat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That freaking hurts. So, but then I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I also feel like this when my gut feels like this. So it's, sometimes it's not immediate that we notice that that's a problem. But then you start making those connections. Well, if I keep eating the, you know, the rolls that are on display all day at work, then uh, my gut hurts. And then a few hours later, oh, I'm sorry. Let me turn off this alarm. <laughs> That was actually the alarm for me to wake up from my nap that I didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, but back to what I was saying. I'm sorry. They, um, when those foods were, you know, I felt they were betraying me, I looked into um, the paleo diet. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this sounds, you know, this is what we're supposed to eat, right? Let me try this. And my symptoms improved a bit. And then um, I want to say it was a few months um, even those foods that were paleo, some of them were starting to bother me the same way. And I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I don't have any other options here. I tried veganism, um, vegetarianism, ovo-lacto vegetarianism, high raw veganism, and everything made me feel worse. So I, I kind of just got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, maybe I just need to accept the fact that 
I'm effed, and this is how life is supposed to be. And someone went, no, girl, let's keep let's keep looking. But I did come across the eventually the autoimmune protocol, and I got really excited. Like, hey, this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I took away even those paleo foods. You know, the potatoes. Well, some, that's arguable with some people. You can't call potato paleo, but I do. And then you know, like bell peppers, nuts, seeds, all of those. You know, food groups. Can you that, have any grains on paleo? Can you have rice or brown rice? I can't remember. Uh, paleo is essentially grain-free. Okay. Um, but kind of like keto, there's a lot of different camps of keto. There's camps of paleo, and um, not everybody gets along, but some people do pre- <laughs> appreciate and value everyone's choices. Uh, there's team white rice and paleo because they say the white rice doesn't have um, the properties and brown rice do that cause um uh, was you know like the whole grain part of it that causes the, the inflammation issues. or yeah okay and, and um, I wanted to say it's lectins but yeah. there's another brain brain fart happening um, but so, everybody yeah. is different so it's it's interesting yeah. to me that people who would like you know not get along when it comes to paleo or AIP it's just it. There's no certain way to follow it. Like Amy could follow paleo and I could follow paleo and we could eat the exact same thing and she would react completely different to something that I would react to because every single body is completely different that I I probably, I can't eat nightshades, but some people who have autoimmune disease can. Yeah. And, and on that nightshade note real quick, there some people can tolerate the nightshades if they're in different forms, if they're cooked differently. Right, right. Like for the longest time, um, I could I could eat um, like tomato paste, but not canned tomatoes or fresh tomatoes. Uh, same thing with bell peppers. I could eat them if they were like you know those really super soft ones in the jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely not a fresh one or an undercooked one. It would send me into joint flares and fibromyalgia again and gut pain so that has something to do with the properties um that's another one of those it's, it's not a lectin i think it's something else <laughs> but um but here's the awesome news so um i've been doing uh actually i haven't done it in a few months i've only done two uh rounds of it i've done fmt uh which is called fecal microbiota transplantation which is exactly what it sounds like it's poop yeah, and and it's actually uh, I've healed my gut enough to where I've been able to reintroduce like raw tomatoes. And uh, okay, wow. you got to go back and explain well, yeah, exactly. What is that? Yeah, we need a breakdown. We don't care how descriptive yep. it is. I need to hear more about this. <laughs> Tell me all the fecal things, all the poop right now. Yes, talk about the shisa. <laughs> Um, I actually uh, did a podcast um, on my podcast with Sarah Ballantyne, the paleo mom, and we got really kooky talking about all this. And well, I was probably the one being the dork and making all the poop jokes, and she was being really cool with all the science. Real professional. So, we'll be on the joke side with yeah. you. We can't help it. <laughs> right. It's fun. So, um, but basically, I, I knew that I needed to replace my beneficial gut bacteria. I'd taken one of those tests. Um, I can't remember which one it was from. Uh, we're having memory problems. But, um, I, you know, one of those where you, you, you send in a little sample of your yep. poopy to the lab, and then they send you results saying you're missing 
this bacteria and it's beneficial to this. I was low on everything, like at around 9% of every single beneficial gut bacteria. So it had been completely wiped out by the, you know, decades of over-antibiotic use. Did you feel like that test was accurate for you? Yeah, it made a lot of sense. And um, I was like, well, you know, how do I get that in there? There's no probiotic on the planet or, you know, in stores that has all of these strains, you know, you know, we've, we're pretty limited in our probiotic choices. So, you know, I did try, you know, like kefir and coconut yogurt and things, but in essence, what I needed was human bacteria. So after lots of digging and um, looking at pictures that were like, whoa, that's weird, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, people talking about poop, it eventually just became something that I really knew that I needed and that I wanted to do. And um, I am extremely fortunate that my partner, uh, we tested him, you know, for all the things that uh, were recommended in these forums and stuff by doctors, like, hey, this is what you need to get a donor tested for. Um, he passed flying colors and I was like, honey, I need you to poop in this little bucket for me. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's when you know you're close. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Because, and that's such a big struggle for so many people is finding the donor. I mean, they have the willingness to either do uh, what is, you can do an enema or you can make capsules, which is they're nicknamed crapsules. Why um, wouldn't they uh-huh. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and, um, but. That's the route that I went was the oral route. Um, okay, can I, I can I ask you a quick question about the donor process? Yeah. Generally speaking, because women, more women have gut-related issues and autoimmune, are men generally better donors? Um, you know, I don't think it would really make a difference as far as gender goes. Um, basically, what they recommend is you're looking for a donor that has not needed antibiotics, but maybe a couple times in their life. And that was my partner. He'd been in his childhood. You know, he had a couple yeah. rounds of it. And, um, you know, fairly good nu- nutrition, I think, is a good one to look for. Um, you know, you don't want them to have any chronic illnesses. Um, you don't want them to have any gut dysbiosis, obviously. And um, there's a lot of other weird stuff like if they have depression you know you could potentially inherit that there's a study out there uh, i can't remember what um sarah mentioned in our podcast um but you she said you want to look for someone that's happy and healthy and you know you got to get them tested because you, you can be like oh yeah they haven't had antibiotics and they eat healthy well they might have a parasite or they might have um, something that you can catch. Yeah, not so, to be messed with. You got to do all the mm-hmm. testing. Yeah, don't just go, hey, my friend, you know, Bobby Joe down the road looks pretty good. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to do the testing and it's totally worth it. And, you know, if, if. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you offer, obviously, these this person you know, that you've canvassed and you think they're a good candidate, like, hey, I'm going to pay for it all. You know, I mean, and and they're not totally creeped out by the fact that you want their dookie, then you got a good match, I think, you know, at least to get, start getting tested. Wow. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Me neither. Okay, so you take the pills, you decide to, to get it in pill form, and then... Oh, so, are, so, go ahead. I mean, <laughs> is that, like, kind of like you're taking, like, you're, are you... How do they make it? Like, are you eating dookie? <laughs> I don't know that I can think about that in my head no. going, I'm going to swallow this poop and put it in my belly right now. I have, uh, in those forums, I've, I've seen some people talk about some extreme measures that they've taken for varying um, issues that they have. Like one guy, he, uh, he actually made like a shake. Because he was having esophageal problems. So a, a pill, in his case, would have gone past his esophagus. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have an esophagus problem. That's um, insane. So they don't mix it. So yeah. it's just they take the donor poop. And then what happens? Do they mix it with anything? Or they just take, are you, like, is it literally putting poop in your belly? Well, so I put it in like a, a double capsule because I wanted it to not dissolve before it got where I needed it to go. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. And um, and then you know they they talk about you know doubling up is also good so you don't have a burp. And I, I was really afraid of that burp if it happened. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Did not even it, consider that? No. <laughs> it's a, like a northern fart is what they were talking about, but. That's, <laughs> That no way. Mean. I have the hardest time changing my baby's diaper. If Ricky's home, he changes poop diapers because I physically vomit. I physically vomit when I smell and look at poop. But if you knew it was going to actually like make you I don't know. Better, I think I would go the enema route. But I, I mean, you know would do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and there is that choice. You don't have to swallow the pills. And, and there are people that have their own opinions on which route might be better. So it's always good to look, what are my symptoms, where mm-hmm. is my problem at, and what is the best route for me, um, you know, for these DIY, um, you know, methods. Uh, if you, and I say this, if you're fortunate enough to have C. difficile, then you can go get this done in the United States. It's FDA approved in a clinic. Um, a specialty clinic. But if you don't have C. diff, you're basically on your own. Oh. Um, so I didn't have C. diff, um, and that wasn't the problem I was trying to treat anyway. Um, but for me, the capsules, I'm so used to swallowing pills, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to do what they call the bottom-up method because I, I, you know, it's just... I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed to make more sense to me. And it really, like, the first time, uh, I almost cried before I swallowed Aww. the 30 capsules because it's like, wow, this is where my life has gone. I'm literally about to eat shit. And, oh <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm like, if I don't try it, this is as good as I'm going to be forever. And, um, and I, you know, the first few were the most difficult. And, you know, while I was making them, this is backtracking a second, I wore, like, 
a painter's mask, and I put some lavender under my nose, and I had gloves. It was all laid out very clean, and, um, you know, but getting past that mental block that first time was difficult, and then I did it, and then the next time I did it, which was about two months later, um, it wasn't nearly as bad because I was like, hey, I had some improvement. Um, Like, I had this huge energy burst, um, I want to say about three days after the first round, um, after the detox happened, because you're introducing all these new bacteria, and kind of like if you've ever done, you know, like a green juice cleanse Mm -hmm. or any sort of detox and you feel like crap, it was the same thing. And then you kind of feel, oh, my God, what have I done? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But the energy burst that came, and then... um, the foods that I was able to add back into my diet again that I lose ever so often and then I'm able to put back in, um, it was just crazy. It was, it was, it was amazing. And, um, I know that I think, I I know that I think, I do believe that I need another round, um, but I'm going to check my gut bacteria again first with another test and that's going to happen really soon. So, do you suffer from inflammation when you eat f- certain foods in like uh, physically speaking where you can see that maybe your your joints are swollen in your hands or anything like that? Is that something you have? Um, it's gotten a lot better uh, after all these years of all these therapies and, um, you know, clean eating and stuff. But, you know, if I overdo sugar, um, I can have white rice once a week if I do it more than that then I get the joint pain, the fatigue, the gut pain comes yep. back. So I, so I know that these are foods that I may not ever be able to have in regularly again. Um, but I am, I, I'm, you know, I used to be a restaurant cook and a private chef, and I know how to make substitutes. So it's like anytime I get that, mm, you know, I want to have sticky rice every day. Well, shut up. Go, go cook some plantains or something. Like, get over it. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to do this experiment and I call it an experiment because I'm still in it and I'm trying my my best, but I'm not there yet. Trying to do it without the Internet and blogs like yours because I just don't have enough skills when it comes to cooking or to know what goes well together. As far as cooking skills go, even myself as a chef and all the experience that I had, when I first started cooking AIP, I was using ingredients I'd never used before. And I made a lot of things that were failed that we ate anyway because they were very expensive compared to, yes. you know, rice or roni. But even, I think, even if you put Gordon Ramsay in, like, here, use tiger nut flour and these dates and try to make a cake, you know, he'd be like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Get out of my kitchen, you donkey. So... <laughs> Don't feel bad about, you know, experimenting and, you know, if you make something, you don't like it as much as you like the other one, you know, or you know, if you're trying to recreate stuff. But generally, just stick to, to something simple. You don't have to make, you know, worry about trying to recreate the best pancake or, you know, a beef wellington. Just keep it simple. Um, you know, I think a good percentage to aim for is around 70% vegetables. Um to me, that's paleo, you know, mm-hmm. and even like the Walls product protocol talks about that, like eat tons of vegetables and that's where your healing's going to come from. Throw them on a sheet pan, um, roast them, 
Uh, if you got an instant pot, just throw them in there. And there's so many recipes out there. Um, I think a good rule of thumb is if you think of a, a recipe that you want to make, look up three recipes and just skim over their methods and ingredients and then kind of pick what might, you know, sound good to you. Which one sounds like the best method, I think, is um, have a good way to, to pick a winner. <laughs> I got a um, food processor for my birthday and we were just getting ready to, yeah, and I was just kind of in the middle of the AIP thing and that changed my life for cooking AIP because it just, there's so many things and I was trying to put shit in a blender and it just mm-hmm. wasn't working out and, and that really made my cooking go, ah, it just takes so much less time. And I'm going to throw a really simple life changer out here for you. Get you a second food processor bowl. It will just make everything so much easier. Like, oh. you don't have to worry about that one bowl. Like, ah, crap, it's got paste in it, or it, it smells like onions, and I need to make something else. Get you a, a second bowl, and maybe even some different blades. You might be able to find used ones on eBay. Um, I would just worry a little bit about, did they make a bread in it, if it's a plastic bowl? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, total total game changer right there in the kitchen. I didn't even think of that. And that's the inexpensive part, so it wouldn't cost that much to get it. Yeah. If something's too personal, go ahead and, and, you know, tell us. But as far as um, medication goes, are you on any Western medicine? There's nothing regular that I take. Um, I was on a ton of different medications um, right before, uh, you know, the big crash happened about four years ago um, or about five-ish years ago. I weaned myself off of those slowly. I mean, there were antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, um, mood stabilizers, sleeping medicines, and I weaned myself off of those slowly under the uh, care of my doctor because not without the doctor saying yes, it would have been dangerous. And um, the only prescriptions that I take are very rare uh, is like uh, Finnergan or an onbencetrin uh, when I have really bad nausea because, you know, I'm still not at 100% where I need to be, but I don't even take those, like, on a weekly basis. I would say every two or three weeks I'll take one. And um, the rest is all natural supplements, and I found they have worked for me better than uh, anything that Western medicine has ever offered me. Was it hard to trust yourself the first time to say... Or was it a mind game at all? Or did you feel like this is working? I'm going to go for it. I just knew that this was something that was going to be what healed me or at least put me on the right path. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to cheat on it because I knew that, you know, what's the point of going through this if I'm sabotaging myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So... That was just it. Like, this is my last ditch effort, and um, I have to give it all I have. So inspiring so to hear impressed. it. I know. I'm just <laughs> like, like, wow, you're amazing. Because <laughs> I know you say, oh, I heard AIP, and I thought, yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. But when I saw AIP and then read what it was about, I thought, that sounds terrible. I can't do it. <laughs> no matter how good it sounds, it's hard. But then when you start doing it and you start to feel better— Right away, I would say within about a week, I went, no-brainer, duh, of course I'm going to do this. Yeah. Because that's how quickly I just started to to feel better. It sometimes is unbelievable to me still that I haven't had a steroid shot 
in longer than I ever have the entire time I've had an autoimmune disease. I mean, yeah, that's good. It's pretty crazy. And not to say that, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the, it's going to stay stay good. I guess I, I still am in the phase of not really trusting myself 100 <laughs> percent or just going like, oh, something's going to happen. You just wait. Just wait. This isn't going to work. It's awesome to hear stories of people who have been doing it for a long time. And I mean, the idea that you're you've weaned off medicine is unfathomable to me in the most amazing way. <laughs> That's so great. Yes. Can we ask you a couple cooking slash product tips because you've been doing this a lot longer than we have. Yes. And uh, Samantha's <laughs> blog and she's a podcast and she has books and everything, but it's the unskilledcavewoman.com. What's one of the recipes that you make that people always mention when they're talking about stuff that they've cooked of yours? What's your biggest feedback recipe? But the, I think the biggest one are, and it was a shock to me, are the AIP crispy chewy honey cookies, mm. and they are just so simple to make. I don't know; it's, it's not very similar to a vanilla wafer, but I guess it just gives um, you know that little bit of comfort food that we miss. And uh, AIP is definitely not a treat focused diet because we're supposed to be keeping our sugars, you know, under 20 grams a day. But when you have already taken so much out, like, it's like, well, don't take away my cookie and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then, and don't make it complicated to make or taste like a sweet potato when I do make it. So I think that just really resonated with people because it's easy to make. It's, it's just something that's tasty, familiar, you know, and um, the other one is, um, I think it's the crispy fried fish is the the title of it. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I can't remember. Probably one of the most visited uh, recipes on my blog, other than the cookies. And I get a lot of people tell me that it's really good. And because who doesn't love fried fish, especially um, like me, I wasn't raised eating a lot of fish, and so eating, you know, seafood has been sort of a challenge for me. Same. But, do you freeze a lot of things or are you big make it ahead and then or make a bunch of it and then freeze it? You know, we I usually do around a four recipe uh, or excuse me, a four serving recipe when I cook at home, um, especially if I'm experimenting. Uh, I don't know what it's going to come out like. <laughs> um, I don't want to eat 30 servings of mystery food. But, um, you know, generally we'll have one leftover, one serving leftover um between uh, me and my partner you know the kids don't eat what we eat it's too you know too paleo for them <laughs> no. i wish they would but they don't um <clears throat> excuse me but you know that usually ends up either as lunch and if there's it's the six to eight serving sort of batch cook then i'll put you know a couple servings in the freezer individually so i can break it out later um but we pretty much gobble things up before they get to the freezer around here. I started making things to the point where I have spaghetti sauce until June, I bet, because I'm like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to make it. And my husband, who is not into this stuff at all as far as the eating goes, he has been really great about trying the recipes. And at first he was a little skeptical. He's eating most things that I make that are AIP now. Oh, awesome. At least then, like you're spending all this money on groceries and buying the best of the best stuff. I always say I go in and I'm looking for a piece of meat or some kind of vegetable. And I'm like, 
Mm, but is that the most expensive one you have? Because that's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> yes. Do you have the $8 a pound broccoli? Yes. <laughs> that's the stuff I want. If that meat isn't uh, double the price of what's normally on the shelf, not interested. Yeah. Oh. So you want to make sure that it's good and that you're actually going to eat all of it because wasting just seems extra wasteful in that situation. Oh, I know. Because it's not just the money. It's it's um, it's the energy. It's the, the time. time. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, uh, you have given us a couple of ideas for things that I hadn't thought of yet. We appreciate your time. Samantha, yeah, this awesome. is so Thank awesome. You. And thanks for just sharing your health and your well-being. These are some things I hadn't ever heard of before. It makes you hopeful. It mm-hmm. really does. I, it was a lot of fun talking to y'all. Hey, guess what? All of you who are still listening, you knew that it's time for Just a Tip with Teej. Hey, Teej, how's it going today? Oh, do you remember the thing that I sent you, the link? Yeah. About the the vacation that they do? They do like a vacation, too, where you can go for a week, and it's all gluten-free, all AIP, and that's what you eat, and they do yoga, and they do seminars, and... Um, it sounds incredible. That is, it, it was coming up this weekend, actually, I think, so we couldn't do it. But I really think that if we get a, t- a chance to do it, we should go. I would go for sure. It's tropical, and it's healthy, and I feel like it could be really beneficial. The only thing is, and I'm just being honest, I would have a hard time being in that kind of setting on vacation without wine. Do you think that it would be without wine? I don't know, but I would want to find out beforehand. But what if it teaches you, like, other ways to cope? Um... Well, yeah, okay. I I just, that's me. But what if it was like, we're going to give you this and you won't miss drugs? (laughs) (laughs) CBD oil, marijuana is legal where we go. It's a retreat and it's in, well, they did it President's Day weekend this year and we weren't able to go, but it's in Santa Cruz County, California. That sounds nice. Uh, It's a two-day workshop. It's just Friday through Sunday. It's an eight and a half hour of seminar, two-day event. They do an introduction to the paleo diet and lifestyle, modifying the paleo diet diet for chronic diseases, an introduction to the autoimmune protocol, gut health, and the microbiome. Okay. I You know what? For a weekend, yes. Okay. In, yeah. in, 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 in. In between seminars, you have the opportunity to take yoga, meditation, movement classes, go walking in the Redwoods, exercise at the fitness center, visit campus cafes. Uh, you can book a massage. You can get a body treatment. All right. Have, There's plenty for says, me. Or meet a friend for hot tea or a glass of wine. <laughs> Done. In. In. In, in, in. All right. So we're going to post the link to that up on uh Laughing with a leaky gut.com. That's right. We got a website. You should follow us on social media too. We're on Twitter and Instagram at leaky gut laugh. So thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. You guys, if you go, oh, yeah, they don't need to hear, or I hated it. I don't, we don't care. Just write that you hated it or write that you loved it, or that's how people find out about us. And yeah, we appreciate you listening. Yay. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.